your favorite toy truck nerds are back. Welcome to That Scale RC Show. guys what's up and welcome back to this week's episode of that scale rc show episode 90 i'm your host adam alongside with jay and travis and um yeah how's it going guys it's going good good just recovering yeah recovering oh just from our show last night oh yeah that's right awesome awesome concert yeah we went and listened to some death metal in a really small venue was fun. Yeah, it was really loud to the point of where like everything seemed super quiet on the drive home. Like even like normal conversation level volume. Like, <laughs> they, it was, it was there's always funny. a little post like concert hangover where you're like listening to stuff on the in the car on the way home, and you're like, "Wow, this sucks. <laughs> this isn't nearly <laughs> yeah, as cool." It just doesn't have the same effect at all. <laughs> it was yeah. it was punishing. I mean, like just brutally like dude there was bass drops that like made you feel nauseous like it was so gnarly <laughs> it's pretty rad we saw the black dahlia murder um after the burial carnifex uh undeath and we should just leave it there <laughs> not talk about rivers of nile <laughs> <laughs> We had a really bizarre uh, opening band that was um, like, I don't know, death metal meets Viking music meets smooth jazz. It was just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, those experimental things, I just don't get it sometimes. I just, man, I mean, they, they obviously have some musical talent. You know, but like, it's just, I don't know. And the crazy part was, is that honestly, like Travis and Jared and I were probably in the minority when it came to liking them. Like we were just like, God, that's terrible. And everybody's going nuts about them. Like just stoked. I don't know if they were just happy to be there or what, or if they truly did like really, you know, were fans of these guys or whatever. But I mean, it it was hard for me to listen to personally. I, don't, I really don't care for them. Maybe some of the fans were, um, what is the word? Abbreviated. Abbreviated. Inebriated. Nice way of saying they're drunk. Yeah. Nice way of saying they're drunk. That wouldn't surprise me. So uh, there was a couple little fights that broke out. We almost lost Travis getting swept up in the wave of pushing with the security guards, getting this dude out the door. Yeah. A like, couple people. Yeah. I thought people were just he, screwing around and like, you know, you know, people get, you know, crazy and will push and, you know, you'll find someone flying into you like that. You know, that's happened to me so many times. And so I didn't think much of it when it came to me, but like I was trying to push back and I just like couldn't. And it took me a minute. To, <laughs> it took me a minute to realize that they weren't, you know, 
they weren't screwing around getting pushed around. They were trying to fight through people to get them out the door. So I was like, oh, <laughs> once I realized that, I just got out of the way. <laughs> like, yeah, like Travis, <laughs> you were carried backwards probably a good 10 feet or so with that little mob of people right there moving through the crowd. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. And I just wrapped up our new profile picture. Um, obviously, it's going to be up before anybody hears this. <laughs> but um, but yeah. just know he was working on it during this episode, so you'll know exactly where you were at that time. That is right. But first, I got to export it as a JPEG, and then we are set. Um. Actually, uh, the file that you sent does not have the topical in the bottom. Or actually, no, it does. It just came out really dark on my screen. Ignore oh, that. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, ignore that. I think, don't we have, I thought we had a Google Drive for uh, the show. We do. Oh, we did too. Yeah, we okay. do. I'll, I'll put all that on there too. Okay. I'll share the folder again in case, but we definitely have one. Okay. Actually, I'm changing our cover photo too right now. This will actually look a little bit better than how I had it the first time. Trying to get the logo like more prominent and have the picture be just the background, but I was kind of fighting like covering up the entire picture with the logo so i think i'm finally happy with how that is i'm gonna change that right now too um also i don't know if we explained it but this show will be a little bit shorter than usual um we didn't want to delay another week of recording especially given the delay we just had so we have episode like 89 coming out right before this but we wanted to at least get something out to you guys because we don't have a ton happening for content at the moment. So we thought we'd give yeah, you guys an abbreviated one. Of those ones. weeks. But um, I did confirm, people would be delighted to hear this, <laughs> finally. I did confirm a guest for episode 91 um, on Wednesday the 22nd. And we'll have um, Wyatt on from Weasel Motorsports, who we've talked about on the show a couple times before. Um, so go check out Weasel Motorsports if you're not familiar with them. And uh, yeah, we're going to go talk to Wyatt uh, next week and get the lowdown on everything that's happening there. So that one should be a fun one. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. But yeah. I think there were a couple like topics we wanted to cover through tonight. Um, did you want to bring this into that, Dad? Or Yeah. Um, so... We used our Patreon money and bought an RTR Ecto for Operation Charlie. Or Operation I'm sorry, Charlie. Operation 11 Charlie. I am so bad about doing that. I can't seem to shake it. I always drop the 11. Um, so, yeah, so that's something that we're doing up, um, working on the body and stuff for it right now. And I got some wheels and color matched them. And so, um that is where your guys' money is going to go from the last couple of months to a really, really good cause. And um, they lost somebody really important in their organization and community and uh, brotherhood, friendship, whatever you want to 
call it, you know, um, family even, um, you know, those guys are all really good about being there for each other and everything. And, uh, they lost, um, Steve-O recently. So we just kind of wanted to take a minute here and have kind of a moment of silence for them out of respect and everything. So, yeah, um, sad stuff. Um, it's always sad, it. especially when it's such a good, you know, organization. Good group of dudes, you know, like yeah. that's the thing. I mean, just that it kind of makes the whole like this smallish build that we're doing, you know, this RTR Ecto, like it definitely hits home a little bit more now because it's like, dude, I honestly hope that whoever gets this truck is so pumped on it and like falls in love with the hobby and it becomes like their thing and their escape, you know, to get away from the things that they're going through, you know, and uh, it, it just, it makes it like every minute spent on it. And, you know, it, it just makes it even that much more important after uh, this, you know, kind of tragic situation with them losing a really good person. So uh, it, this, it, it's definitely made this gift to them like a lot more personal and everything. So I'm doing that and then doing up a uh, body for Javier for Proline by the Fire. I'm going to do my best to have the Ecto done by in time for by the Fire um, just in case they are wanting to induct anybody or anything like that. I think it would be, you know, good to like have on hand there for them. If not, you know, it'll arrive a couple of days afterwards, but e either way, you know, we'll, we'll do our best to have it done for that event as well. So hopefully it'll impact somebody's life in a hugely positive way, you know, just cross our fingers and hope whoever gets it really enjoys it. And, you know, it could, hopefully be a, a life-changing thing and that would be really great agreed so yeah and actually i'm actually a little jealous javier's on the other side of the country and he's going he's like going to all these events and i just can't <laughs> it's like you gotta be kidding me so but should be a good time yeah, definitely. I'm glad that he's able to do that. That's pretty cool. Because, oh, I mean, yeah. that's like, you know, that's not like a small, like, just, you know, day trip or something. Like, that's a pretty cool mini vacation he's getting to have, you know, going completely across the country like that. Mm-hmm. So. Anywho. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be, I mean, you have to turn it into somewhat of a vacation because it's going to be at least a long weekend. Yeah, exactly. Should be awesome. I, I'm sure everybody's going to have a really good time. We're, uh, sending down our gray and orange Fox Ecto to Brad so they can have that in the element booth. So it was something that people kind of went silly over. So we're going to send that down and hopefully people will like it and they'll see that you can do some really cool stuff with ectos and hopefully go out and buy one so see how it goes Rad. the the thing that always gets me though it's like if it ever gets lost like i would be so heartbroken <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> you know, it's like, but it, it's probably not going to be cheap to ship that thing down there with insurance and everything. That's going to be tricky. All right, our new Facebook stuff should be up now. Cool. So we have like just what just barely a handful of questions, right? Um. Yeah. Let me grab those. Yes. Because we had we didn't have very many. I think we had like two, so I didn't bother making show notes tonight. And um, I'm gonna have to do a shameless plug. Yeah. And after you yeah. get your gatekeeper or ecto, you can always get a wrap from SOR. You could, if you wanted to, or not. It's more like you should. <laughs> That's a pretty personal decision to make for somebody. I don't know if I can do that. All right, no, people, well, people I don't know if I can force force my will upon people that way. Yeah, people try and well, do it every day. That's that true. true. Good point. <laughs> Trying to find our thing on Facebook, and it's not refreshing very fast. Still showing all the old stuff. There we go. Yeah, I like that. I like it. it turned out pretty good. This format. Yeah, that was the tricky part because I put it on the PC and oriented the banner yeah. picture according to that. So we need to do another banner um, contest soon. We do. That'd also, be, speaking yeah. of which, because we had Wes on there. Um, yeah. Wes uh, Braswell um, gave us some in mail on the. Uh, the podcast page and he we, when we had elliot on we were talking about resin printers oh yeah um if anybody remembers that conversation and um so <laughs> he had some feedback for us about that i thought i'd read it um, yeah let's hear it so he said <laughs> just listen to your podcast about resin printers you couldn't be more wrong about the difficulty level <laughs> I have changed one uh, FEP film in a year. It took one minute to level, and I haven't touched it since. I have maybe six to eight failed prints in the hundred of prints that I have finished. Cleanup is nothing. I have a wash station for big items, but for small, I just use acetone in a painter's bucket, dip it in, and blow it off with air compressor. Wow. So I guess if you can find a way to get your setup that consistent, I guess you could try it, but also your FDMs do seem to be working pretty well for you. Yeah, it, God, I don't know. That would be really cool, especially for the project that I can't talk about. Yeah. Um, but, God, I don't know. It would be nice for the level of builds that we're trying to do right now. So, it, I'd I, be down to try and get a resin set up here. I think I, at your I place. Think, I think I could make it work. Well, I'll I'll buy it if you want to have it there. Let's spend some time looking into it. And see, okay. make sure, because if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So right now I'm printing a uh, the Night Customs drop bed for the Night Runner Tacoma mm. build. And I swapped out the nozzle to a point four, and just, you know, I, it's a larger print. It takes up the majority of the print bed. And so... I cranked the heat up from 80 to 85 and it's about halfway done right now. It's taken 18 hours and it's been flawless. Like no, um, no layer shifting, no 
lifting around the edges. I, I did kind of with, with it being as big as it is, I did preemptively like masking tape it to the print bed, you know, like around the raft to kind of hold it in place in case it decided to lift. But mm. man, so far so good. I mean, I, I went from, you know, the point two nozzle to the point four and it's, I, I didn't have to do anything. I mean, I haven't even had to level the bed. Both of these I haven't leveled the bed on since, you know, the last time I did it. It's just been perfect. So I just, I don't know. I got super, super lucky with this. And I I keep getting afraid, you know, to get, like, super, super into it because I don't want to get disappointed when it inevitably breaks or something goes bad. So I don't know. So far, I just I can't believe the luck that we've had with this stuff. It's been crazy. Hmm. With the with the drop bed though, I think what I'm going to do so that there's not a lot of prep to it, since I am using the bigger nozzles, I'm just going to hit the whole thing with bed liner, and that'll probably hide most of the lines in it. Okay. That'd so that cool. should save a bunch of time, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to think about doing the setup with the resin printer. That would be neat. I, I I hope it's as easy as he says. It'd be interesting to know like which one he uses and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my the feedback that I had gotten so far was that that, you know, that wasn't the case, which is why like I warned so much against it. But yeah. And that's what Elliot, Elliot told me too. And he's like part of all kinds of different 3d printer groups on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I guess if you get it dialed in, right. Yeah. So really, I mean, so far it sounds like Wes is like the only person that (laughs) has had a positive experience. I suppose. Yeah. I suppose a lot of it could just be process kind of stuff. Like you gotta have the process down. And if you don't, then obviously things aren't going to turn out well for you. That's the thing about 3d printing in general, that just a lot of people overlook, including myself. It's yeah. I would absolutely. Oh, sorry, Adam, go ahead. Oh, Oh, I was just going to say, I, uh, I, people that are doing like magnetic beds, like what I'm doing, I'm not using a glass one yet. Um, I started hitting it with red scotch bright pads, which they're, these are like an automotive paint grade scotch bright pad. And uh, typically they're used for primering, you know, like when you're going to scuff primer and stuff. So um, they're a little bit coarse and I run over the, removable magnetic bed with those and it kind of takes any kind of like heat glaze or anything because i notice you start to get kind of a little bit shiny from the heat after a while like the surface of it changes and i'm seeing that that's when it doesn't really want to stick and so i've started scuffing the whole surface in between prints and then cleaning it off with alcohol and i've had incredible luck with it so that's you know that's like a item that we have that we use like in our daily lives you know with like rc builds and just miscellaneous things that we work on and uh probably a lot of people don't really know about that stuff as a product but you can get a big bulk box of it on amazon and that has made things just infinitely easier i mean especially with like the bigger prints like the drop bed isn't lifting so it's like you said, like you get a process down and if you don't like just monkey with it and keep trying stuff, like I think a lot of people might be having trouble with 3D printing, like modifying them, you know, and buying all the cool stuff and putting it on them and everything. Like I see a lot of that in the groups on Facebook and stuff, you know, like they're all blingy and everything. And I don't know, like I, we put springs on these and that's the only modification and let them run. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know. It's it's probably like you said. It's just getting like a process down and sticking to it instead of trying to reinvent the wheel every yeah, time. Yeah, which is hard for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let me grab some questions real quick. So, um. Dan Sutherland says, Adam, what rigs are you bringing to the crawl for a cure uh, crawl next month? It's a good question. Um, probably the 10-3. I was thinking probably the 10-3 and my Capra just to kind of break it up. Um, I think yeah, it's probably going to be that just because those two rigs are ready to go. Um I've been toying around with the idea of throwing some, you know, almost doing like my own budget build to my um, deadbolt with the, I guess you can say the Warfighter wrap that Jay just sent me before Axial Fest, um, just to kind of, you know, make it a little bit, I, I don't know, stand out. I mean, obviously the wrap and the cage work makes it stand out, but just something that it's like, you know, gives it a little more. I don't know, performance slash custom look to it. I've been toying around with like changing links on it. And maybe if I get that done before then I'll bring that. Um, but yeah, that's probably going to be the two rigs I bring. Does it just have the RTR links on it right now? Yeah. It's just RTR links with, um, snowballs. Gotcha. So, but like I said, it's, and it's the plastic RTR links cause they didn't have that. That one wasn't the RTR with the metal links. Oh, I, I think I was thinking Absolutely. of the uh, Wraith 1.9 having the metal links. Forgot yeah. about that. Okay. Yeah, that deadbolt, that cage that's on that thing is so rad looking. Like, it just that truck just has such a tough look to it, just everything about it, like from wheels to the tires to just it. I don't know. I love it. I think it looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, those, those are the plastic links. I was just looking. I'm just looking at a picture of it. I'm always going to have a soft spot for deadbolts for whatever reason. I don't know why, because I'm, I'm not like a huge fan of unlicensed bodies necessarily, you know, or more recently in the hobby ones that you can make a license, not licensed, but like a legit replica of instead of, you know, having weird names for stuff. But like, I don't know. I mean, the, the one nine Wraith was really cool. That was another favorite. Um, but I don't know, just something. I, I think a lot of it might be the grill on the deadbolt and the one nine wraith that make me like those both so much. Yeah. But there's like other ones I don't really care for. Like the wraith spawn I've never really cared for. Um, mm. I don't know. I'm just usually a replica guy. So it's weird that I like those as much as I do. That's fair. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let's see. That's why I always make show notes Facebook formats. He's so weird. Okay. Um, Elliot Chappelle asks, are y'all tired of the 2021 Bronco bodies yet? I don't really see them. Me neither. I was going to say that too. I, I haven't really seen one in a while. Yeah, no. Like I saw a couple red ones when the Traxxas came out and then it's almost like Nobody's talking about them anymore. To be honest with you, as time has gone on, I've liked the Bronco just as a whole less and less. So, like, I guess, I don't know. I, I haven't really... <laughs> nothing, you were pretty nothing. pumped on it at first when I, it first came out, huh? And I, then it just kind of fizzled out. 
Yeah, and I saw, honestly, you know what killed it for me was just seeing them in person. They just were not. Oh, they yeah. just were not the that. real one. You mean, right? Yeah, not yeah. The, they just, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's just the, the body style. Like it just they, sure. I just I as time has gone on, I've really kind of decided I I don't really care for the way they look. So plus, also, it was just you know, like I said the whole thing is. I, I, I wish they it'll... just purpose built it. That's honestly the big problem. Yeah, they just I, they're I shaped think... and sized so weird in person to me. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like how because to me like stock jeeps with like the stock flares and stock bumpers and stock wheels like they look funny to me like they don't really look mean and i get that same feeling when i look at the new bronco like there's very few that i've seen that actually look tough you know most of them look like you would be afraid to drive it off road you know like they just don't look very hardcore and i, well, I think that's here's part of it too. also something to take a note i didn't know this until i talked to elio about it did you know that most of the Broncos you've seen on the road as of right now are the sport version? They're the little smaller ones. They're almost like the Bronco 2. Yeah, uh, yeah, actual. that's that's what our neighbor has. Yeah, because actually the Bronco Bronco is still being released. There's a lot of people missing it, which is kind of lame. Ford sent out some like hammock to all these people that pre- pre-ordered um broncos kind of like as a hey we're working on it you know sorry kind of thing and i i follow a couple people on social media that completely roasted them like so basically i have a you know fifty thousand dollar or whatever it costs to get the car hammock now because i don't have the car but you sent me a hammock instead i think during these times too like you just gotta just expect people not to understand the global yeah. situation. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that a new car is being released at all. I mean, there's there's I'm more surprised about the stuff that is still coming out, even in the RC world. Like I'm I'm still shocked that it's going as well as it is. So, oh, don't worry, it's all getting worse. <laughs> Great, <laughs> tell you firsthand. Yeah, I mean, there there was four big container ships out in front of the place today again. Yeah. It's like, the, it's just, it hasn't changed at all, dude. Like, the entire summer, there's been shipping that's backed up here. It's insane. Yeah, I guess yeah. we'll see what happens when the supposedly real version comes out, and I'll just see one and go from there. But, like, I... I mean, there there are some of those out on the road, though, aren't there? Like, they're not totally yeah, soft tops. I think I think their big issue right now is the hard top ones. Because right, um, like I know I've seen the real one, and I didn't care for it either. The Bronco Sport is a joke. It's a Ford Escape. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. It's like a yeah crossover chassis. No, um, Randy Slauson from Bomber Fabrication won a Bronco at King of the Hammers for winning the overall, yeah. and he t- he took delivery of it, but it's a soft top. And I personally, I haven't seen anybody with hard tops yet. Like even um, Lauren Healy, him and Von Gittin Jr., they're both driving soft tops. I think that's all you can get right now. Yeah, I see. I believe that's the case. I don't know. Have you heard, Adam? That's that's my understanding, at least. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't really pay too much attention because I don't really care. Because you're a Jeep guy. Nah, well, because you can say I'm a Jeep guy. I'm a Chevy guy, but... You know, uh, Jeep's only got a soft spot with me because Michelle got one. If Michelle would have never got one, I mean, yeah, I think Jeeps are cool. Yeah, you know, 
they're kind of like the Swiss Army knife of off-road, and they've kind of been a staple in the off-road for a long time. But I don't know. I've just never been – especially here's the thing. Like I think a lot of companies, a lot of vehicle manufacturers, they got hits and misses like everything else. Yeah. I just think they missed yeah. it with this one. I'm sorry. I, You know, it's like the original Bronco was so iconic, so badass, and then you came out with this. Yeah, it's like you really dropped the ball. Well, even the, the more square body ones, you know, towards like what early '90s or whenever they discontinued yeah. them, uh-huh. like even those are pretty popular and sought after. I mean, even if they went with like a modernized version of that instead of taking it back, you know, clear into the '60s and early '70s for styling cues, like you, you know, I mean, I think that that would have been really well received too. It's just exactly it it's just, a it's good not comparison. A, it's not aggressive looking, you know, it just, it yeah. looks really pedestrian. A good you know? comparison to me is like, um, when they brought back the Dodge challenger. Yep. You know, yeah, like, good that's, idea. Yeah, good like that's, that's like what, you know, like imagine that basically is what they should have done. But instead, I mean, just a charger chassis, isn't it? Like I think so. 300 yeah. C like all the same platform, aren't they? I think so. But I mean, like, my thing is that it's not even just the Bronco. The Bronco is like I think the most indicative of it. But like every like tru- trucks are the worst about it in particular. I think. Well, no, this isn't true. Uh, SUVs then trucks, but like yeah, all yeah. of them are starting to just look so stupid. Like it's as more cars you know like come out every year. Like there's less and less to me that look decent. Especially yeah. since they all started getting all weird and slope top in the rear and. You know, now everybody's driving cars that look like clown shoes. Like, I don't get it. And trucks are just, like, all body now. Yeah, like, you know? giant front ends. Like, the grill is the entire width of the car. And yeah. Like, yeah. The biggest grills you've ever seen in history. Exactly. Oh, like, tell, me, tell me about it. My truck's one of those. Yeah. Done right, they look good. Stock, they look kind of silly like some of them you I, think, know? Like, like I think just, it depends a lot on the particular one you get to like even like down yeah, to the, the new tundra is horrible looking yeah like, i don't like that at all it's just again it's all grill it's just crazy yeah. it's it's because you know what i think they start doing it's like anything else it's like we see it in rc it's like one company comes out with something and it starts selling or becomes like a iconic feature and they think, Oh, if we add that, or we try to steal that idea or design and morph it into ours, it's going to draw that same kind of, you know, want or need to have that. It's like, and that's not always the case. I mean, so Ford came out with the, um, with those C shaped headlights and yeah, it looks like the GMC. And then all of a sudden, everybody's doing it. Yep. Yeah. Like, what the? It's like what? Just because one person does the C style headlights, now all of a sudden everyone's got to do it. Real well, lights. what's crazy is so GMC had kind of the C shape, just DRLs on them, mm-hmm. and Ford this year goes to that shape on the Raptor. And so, like, you don't know if it's a GMC or F one fifty now. Like yeah. it, it's so terrible. similar looking. The, the Raptor's then, terrible, dude. That thing doesn't terrible. look aggressive at all. Yeah. Like it and just then, it looks like a regular the, truck. It's not special. It, it's funny you brought that up. The Raptor had the iconic three orange, three amber lights in the grill. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about this yep. the other day. So. <laughs> dude, and how now, funny like, that you're bringing this up. 
every like every Toyota that I pass has those same. No, three. no, hold on, Dodge Magnum. No. Charger. It was a charger. I saw a charger with those grill lights in it. In Travis, that was when I left your house after we just got done talking about it. It was a white charger with grill lights. Jesus. Well, it's funny because so over the weekend, Michelle's dad was going, you know, I think you need to add those three lights up here. I said, nope, not happening. <laughs> I like I the said, Toyotas that have four. I think that looks cool. I, I just like. <laughs> really bold of them. Yeah. I, no. Well, I just, what's really tragic about this whole conversation, too, is I just replaced mine. So I had the passenger side of the three go out on my truck. Like it was strobing really bad for some reason. Like the LEDs just took a dump. And uh-huh. so I ordered white ones because we had just, you know, like right about the same time we decided, well, let's offer some white grill lights for the new element night runner you know the tacoma and so you know i ordered the same thing for mine and then all of a sudden i see like cars having them not even just trucks and now like dude i feel like just the biggest douche that tried to out douche everybody and get white grill lights instead of amber now like now that amber's on every single type of car you can buy like i'm sure we'll see a prius with them at some point but like now it looks like I just tried to outdouche everybody, and so I feel really stupid for having them. It's kind of like when roof light bars became like super popular, and everybody was doing it. I mean, like yep. you'd like drive down the road, and it would be a bone stock, like <laughs> '94 Chevy Silverado yeah. with an LED no, bar. On it. It'd be a bone stock. I've seen them on Exploders. I've oh, seen yeah. them on. Um, you know, bone stock ranger, even the other day, I actually cracked up about this. We passed a, I've never seen it before. So I kind of got to give them props to some creativity, but I, I think it's the wrong platform. You know, overlanding is so popular right now. He turned a Astro van into a like off road, overlander kind of build like he had some aggressive tires on it he had some aggressive tires on it he had some like homemade fabricated light bar in the front with like the more modern um kc lights on it and then he actually put a roof rack on the top you know like had a roof rack on the whole thing with an awning on the one side i'm sitting here going dude this guy really is gonna go overlanding in his fucking astro van that's so gnarly (laughs) i was like wow all right so, but I mean, it's just like, you get what I'm saying? It's like, it becomes popular when they see one person and all of a sudden, I mean, like I went through the craze. Sorry. That one was, that train was a little louder. I don't know if you, if that picked it up. No, anyway, I didn't even notice it. Oh, okay. Cause it came through on my headphones. So I'm like, oh, great. Um, so the, uh, you know, that whole light bar thing, I went through the same thing. I was like, oh yeah, that looks so badass. And I, I didn't want to be like everybody else that just have the generic, you know, tabs that they put up there. So it looks like, you know, you got something floating above your roof. I wanted something to look good. I spent, I searched high and low for brackets for my 94. And then I did it. I rocked it for about a year and I was over it. I'm like, I'm so over this. Everybody has it. No matter where you go, somebody's got a a light bar across the windshield. Yeah. That's specifically why I went back to round ones on my truck instead of the 
straight LED bar that I had on it. It's like, if I'm going to redo this thing, I'm putting round lights on it. Yeah. So, I just, yeah. It's one of those things, I mean, okay, look at it in RC. Brass, okay? One person throws brass on something, next thing you know, you got everything, and people are trying to use certain stuff as like a selling fee, uh, factor. Like, yeah. these shocks, and they have to point out that the lower spring cup is brass. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to make And it's wonder. so funny because it's like, you, I guarantee somewhere else they've done something that's completely counterproductive to that. You know, like, it's like, it, you know, if you're that concerned, there would be other things that you're going to do, like run a lighter body or, you know, but then there's also the frame of thought where, which is a lot of these people is... I'm just going to throw as much on it as I can because more is better and metal is better. So brass is like everything. It's got weight and strength. I'm going to replace every part with it. Like, at, and you see those questions like, so what's everybody buying for brass on these? Or how much brass have you thrown at your ride? And then they've got it, you know, flexed out on a Copenhagen can showing off, <laughs> you know, $300 worth of Chinese brass parts on it. Yep. It's just bizarre because none of that stuff's cheap either. Like you start talking like portal covers and stuff like that. Like that gets really expensive. Like if you have like a TRX four or something and you're like, you know, brass portal boxes and everything else, like, dude, that's a chunk of change. Yep. Well, it's like, it kind of blows my mind. Like when I sit there and think about it, like I have the, the, uh, SCX 24 and after I did wheels, tires, did I do shocks on that one? Yes, I did do shocks on that one. Shocks, front brass, diff cover, brass knuckles. I think that's all I did to it. When I when you add all that up, I think I so you get the car, it's like a little over a hundred bucks. I think I got about another hundred and fifty into it in just aftermarket parts. It's like it's just, I could have went and bought a whole nother car for that. Yeah. It's just, it, it's weird. Like, I, I don't know. I probably pay attention to what people buy more than most people do. So I have like all these like little inside jokes with my friends and like my own thoughts on it and stuff. But it's just some of the stuff that people spend money on, you know, it's like spend 150 bucks in brass and they're running stock foams, you know, <laughs> like the foams are all sacked out on it and it's basically riding on the rims and, you know, all kinds of sidewall flex and roll over and it's like, I, I don't know I, if they're having fun and like, it's just their thing to like upgrade, you know, for whatever reason, everybody has that word ingrained into their minds that they want to do upgrades, especially right when they're like new owners. And, you know, it's like, what upgrades do I need? And like, there's some stuff, but I mean, it's like a lot of it's just so silly and I don't know, but that's part of a hobby. Like people dink around with their hobbies and stuff, I guess. But like, I, I don't know. I would much rather just spend that time driving it. And like, if it's a little bit of a challenge to get up some things and I have to pick different lines, then sick, you know, I'm going to deal with that. I'm not going to drop 150 bucks on brass parts for it. You know, it's like, I, I personally enjoy driving a rig within its capabilities, you know, like there's some stuff I'll do with some rigs and stuff I won't do with other rigs. And it just depends on their purpose. You know, I mean, I just, I don't know. It, the the thrill is not always in conquering everything in front of you. Sometimes it's just 
the moment, you know, and like the, the having to really work for something, you know, like having to really work a line. And when you, you know, finally get up, it, you, you know, it feels like an accomplishment. So I don't know. Everybody has like their different thoughts on that stuff, but I just, you look at the money being spent on some of these things and I guarantee it's not really enhancing their experience when they're driving all that much. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's a strange business. Oh, tell yeah. me about it. But yeah, so I, like I said, the whole thing, I don't started off with Ford Bronco. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, actually t- t- had to take a second to figure out where, how do we get on this weird spinoff? Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, that's my whole thing. Like, I don't know. It just reminds me too much of the Toyota FJ cruiser, which was another, I think bust. I know there's people that love those newer FJs, but I think they look really cool when they're done upright. If they're done upright, yeah, but I just, like I said, it's just too boxy. Uh, a buddy of ours that lived down the street before he moved, he had one, and you were like, the the glass was straight up vertical. Like, people complain about the Jeep glass. I don't know how anybody has a fully functioning windshield that owns one of those. Oh, no kidding? Oh, I guess that's something I never up. paid attention to. Straight up and down. Wow. So... Hmm. Um. And then two questions from Chris Trudeau. He said, um, <laughs> "What you guys been doing? Vacation? Just kidding. We missed y'all. Happy to see the 3D parts. Um, got the Night Runner, so I'm looking forward to his upgrades. Um, nice. and then also he said." Is there a sign-up for a That Scale RC show support group for the downtimes when you guys don't record? Eric, Scooter, Nick, Elliot, and Wes, how about it? Should we form a separate support page for withdrawals? <laughs> that said, listening to some of the old shows has been pretty fun. He brought up the Thanksgiving one to me, and I, for the life of me, don't remember what we did. Me neither. He said it was super funny, though, so I might have to listen to it later on tonight when I'm working. He did send – he and I were talking a little bit earlier, and he, he had kind of brought up something um, that sounded like kind of a cool idea, you know, because we're in relation to, like, the support group thing. But it we somehow arrived at a point where, like, it would be cool to, do like, just once do, like, a uh, – just a, a, a guest-recorded-only show for some of these guys that have been around for a while and, you know, get them in to do, like, that – like one show that comes out this week, just kind of like it's a special thing. And then, you know, just see how it goes. So, so wait a minute. Like basic, basically, basically, <laughs> I'm sorry. Basically you two take the week off and oh. I bring in, um, you know, any of these guys basically that he mentioned and, you know, we don't get to play. I mean, I think it'd be kind of fun to just, I mean, for one, sit down and be producer for a night, but two, like, it'd be kind of fun just as, like, a special thing where it's, like, all these, like, guys that have been kind of following us since day one, you know, grab a couple of them, put them in there, and just kind of do, like, a, a guest that scale RC show for right. a week. No, that would be cool, especially because, like, it's been interesting watching, like, we've seen, like, friendships form. Like, I, I think some of the listeners actually have, like, started, you know, right. they start interacting with each other more and everything, whereas maybe they didn't before, and it's kind of... I don't know that that's kind of cool like seeing like the camaraderie that's developed with, yeah for sure with this so that's kind of I was like I thought that'd be kind of fun so yeah we might I had no timeline on that but something to consider um 
No, that's really cool. And I think that's it for questions. <laughs> Man, we're going to start like our own jingle. You know, it's like we have a, what is it? RC, RC scale. That's scale RC show fans only dot com. You don't even know what the name of the podcast is. No, I'm trying to think of something that sounds like. <laughs> like no, you. I, I know like what he's I'm saying. Like going, I'm like sitting here going, that's why I started out with, okay, let's make it short. Because if you say it, it, the full name, it's going to be super long. So I'm like, because you know. How RC like, you scale know? that show. No, I did not go that. <laughs> scale show. <laughs> that scale show, RC. <laughs> No, I said that scale because I was trying to come up with something that could be a short, like, you know, like, oh, uh, you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I'm sending a picture to you guys really quick. Okay. <laughs> In the meantime, um, Chris also had an Instagram question. He said, so now that Night Runner is added to the stable, Jay and Travis, new favorite, or are you leaning Ecto or Moon Buggy? Does Adam have a favorite rig in his collection? Who wants to go first? You. Okay. Do I have a favorite rig in my collection? Um, I have a go-to rig. I mean, realistically, if I had to pick a rig that's my favorite, that's given me the least amount of problems, reliable, and works well, would have to be my black Jeep, a.k.a. Fool's Gold. That rig, anytime I take it out, crawls fine, works fine, holds up. That's no, SCX-102 or one? SCX-102, and that's actually an SCX-102 kit. That that's used, a good rig. That used to be my Cherokee, and then I turned it into a JK. Okay, that's the one I did the wrap for. Yes, you've done both wraps for it. Yeah, that was the very first two chains one, though, that I did. It was Correct. like just a real basic like white and black, I think. Correct, and I actually still have a. I have that one hanging on the wall, and I still have the oh, virgin really? one still in the bag. Yep, Brad. You think I'm gonna get rid of that? No, that's just. I don't know. I just thought that was cool that you hung on to it. Of course, I did. There's some actually, that I've hung on actually. To, but... I'll tell you right now. It brought a tear to my eye when I had to tear my old wrap off my deadbolt to put the new one on there. Because there was no way for me to save it. Like, I was like, was how did you save this? What was it before? Uh, it I forget was, what it was. It was gray with, like, that black kind of, like, electric, I guess you can say, kind of like the weird black center that was kind of like a, almost like a shock-looking thing, like shock cloud. Like, yeah, I don't know how to, how to describe it. It was like a black shape in the center. And then it said... It had the Dean Designs, my ugly ass um, wrench logo, um, and it had oh. going up the back over the side wheel well. That's the one I did that was the um, Kyle LeDuc looking one. Oh, okay. It, yeah, so that was inspired by his short course truck, which was, dude, it was super sick. It was kind of that Toyota cement gray, and then it had those black sections in it that were kind of outlined in white you know with like that little bit of a glow and he had monster on the front one and then wd-40 in the back at the rear quarter panel and that's that's the one that yeah that's what yours was based on i remember that one now that was dude that was a really long time ago 
Yeah, it was. And yeah, so I that that's why I said like I was staring at it like when I first started taking it apart I said is there any way I could save this? And I'm like I don't even know how because as soon as I heat it up and start pulling on it, it's going to be all stretched and deformed and I'm just yeah. like Yeah. And sometimes it's hit and mess with the glue that gets left behind. So I was like <sighs> so I ended up just, you know, had to give it a moment of silence and then peel it off. But yeah, um, and then do I have anything else that? No, everything else I still have is all still intact. I there's several that I've saved. Like I have a camo rigid one on my OG SCX, and I've been thinking lately about like taking that off and changing that rig up a little bit. But it, I mean, again, it's just gonna sit on the shelf, and I don't know. What what would be good for that, like business wise, is if I bought the J um, the JL body from Axial, the one off the mm -hmm. SCX Gen three, and like mm -hmm. gave my OG SCX an update, because then I could do wraps and stuff for the JL body. Yeah, maybe I'll put that on the list of things to do. I don't know. I just get sentimental with some designs and stuff, you know. Like I just, I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, and that's how I kind of get like. You know, I get there's certain things like that I have that, you know, you get kind of some metal to and you're just like, all right. So like I said, the the Cherokee was, I think, actually my first. Was that the first wrap from you or was the no, the bomber was the first wrap from you? Oh, no. that's wait. Was it? Was it? God, was I don't it? remember now. Or was that the same year? I, I want to say it was like it was the same year, but 2017, I think, is one when came, I did that. One came before the other. I just don't know which one. I feel like it was the bomber first. You know what? I don't think it was the bomber because I'll tell you a little, a little way how I remember this. I think it was the Cherokee because the on the bomber you forgot to put CKRC and Jason and Dina gave oh, me oh shit, shit that's so much right. Shit. I forgot about that. And Jason and Dina gave us, we were so stoked. We thought the rap looked so good. We were all pumped. We posted it up on social media and we get texts from Jason and Dina. Oh, really? God. Really? After everything we've done for you guys. And we're like, Elio calls me, dude, what is going on? And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So we called them and they were like, really? You're just going to like leave CKRC off. And we're like, what are you talking about? We went back and looked and we were like, oh, <laughs> so yeah and i ended up just putting gold ckrc stickers on it God. which actually if you look at my wrap you wouldn't even know because it's still on the bomber you wouldn't even know that i that it was forgotten that's how well my gold vinyl blended in that's funny yeah that's right because i remember showing up i think i delivered those to you guys at axial fest if i remember yes. right Yes. Because that was the year that we decided we were going to do the 5K. Yes. And I believe, no, you mailed those because I did mine, and then Elio wanted you to do his at Axial Fest. And remember, you were, and he was doing it on factory panels, and you were like, God, this looks like crap because you can see all the blue and the other stuff come, like where that didn't cover. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, so, because I remember after I built mine, I put it on there, 
yeah because i had everything even when it was still like being built like i had the pictures of when i had the uh i actually spray painted those diff covers gold but oh really yeah yep um yeah the vanquished diff covers um yeah so i would say that a close second to my favorite as far as build wise that i'm like super proud about would probably be my flatbed chevy that i did for axial fest 2017 because that one i spent a lot of time you know and it was different you know i i didn't do the cantilever shocks i actually did shorter shocks i actually just i don't know i really enjoyed that build it was and it's still pretty simple there's not a lot to it but i really enjoyed that so i would say that'd be my close second to, to favorite what about you oh god i don't know it's kind of gotten to that point <laughs> Yeah, I can't what? answer the question. I don't know. I mean, there's got to be one, but I don't know. I Right now, I'm in a weird spot with that Night Runner just because I don't know what to do with it. You know, like I'm at kind of yeah. a crossroads right now. Like part of me wants to do that for... I don't know. I just, I haven't had a chance to really drive it a whole lot. And the times that I have driven it, I've been super careful with it because we've needed it, you know, to look pretty for photos and stuff. So, I mean, like it, I enjoy it. Yeah. I just haven't gotten to spend as much time with it as I would like. I mean, God, I think the last time I even went crawling was before that thing was even released, getting pictures of it. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I haven't done anything like I haven't driven anything and like I don't have as much time as I should with that one honestly I mean it, it works good the times that I've driven it like we've driven it on dirt terrain and then some pretty gnarly rock terrain you know like more like just regular crawling stuff and like you know like I've driven enough to know that I like it and I like the wheelbase and everything but I don't know it, it's it's still very much an unfinished rig right now and so I haven't really done a whole lot with it so I just don't know what direction I'm going with it and don't want to jack it up just yet that answered his question right think so yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay this is like it's like I want to be honest about it but it's like no I just you know yeah. I think I've worked on it more than I've driven it. Yeah. That's one true of those for most situations. of them now. Yeah, that's true. Just like, I, I think that's part of the reason why is like it, that I haven't like been in a rush to drive it or anything is because I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. And there's still so many 3D printed stuff that are going into that to even get it close yet. You know, like I just got the interior printed and it's, you know, been like, what that rig's been out for probably almost a month now hasn't it yeah something like that yeah so i mean like i don't know there's just and this stuff takes like days and days and then the finishing work and the painting and stuff so it's like it, it's so still like very far away from being finished we'll see well cool uh, that was all the questions, though. Did we have anything else? Yeah. 
actually, I want to ask these guys something. If when you guys are listening to this, so one of the things I want to do with our new logo is like change it for whatever you know awareness month that happens to be. So it all just kind of coincides with that. If you guys come across any kind of like a definitive decent list of what the colors in their months and causes are that would be rad because we would like to change that so um i'm having kind of a hard time just finding like a straight up list on google but if anybody knows one probably from operation 11 charlie you guys probably are a little more in touch with that than most people are um please let me know because that would be super convenient so i only know like a handful of them All right. Yep. Cool. I like it. No, I think it's awesome. Definitely a cool way to show support. Yeah, absolutely. Well, sweet. All right. Um, Adam, you have anything else? No. Um, I do know which we can talk about probably next week's episode. Prolong by the Fire is next the following weekend. So next weekend. Um, and then after that, we got Crawl for a Cure coming up in October. I believe it's the 9th. It's the first weekend of October. Not the, the weekend of the first and second, but that following weekend. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Alrighty. Well, thank you, everybody. And thank you for being patient through the delays and getting the episodes up. Um, but hopefully you guys enjoy kind of the back-to-back this week, and then we'll have a guest next week with uh, Wyatt. So appreciate your guys' support as always, and we'll see you again soon. See you guys. See you.